It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in hour number two here on Thursday. And I promised we would go right back to the phone, so let's do that. 508-996-0500. I'll also catch up on the app chat messages in just a moment. But I also want to remind you, too, before we jump into those phone calls, you want to jump on right now at SeizeTheDeal.com because we are saving you some money on Jersey Mike's. You can score half-price gift cards to Jersey Mike's right now at three different locations. It is, uh, it's a buy one, get one regular size sub-certificate. That's what it is. So if you go right now to SeizeTheDeal.com, you can get those. Jersey Mike's dropped off some subs yesterday for us, and man, were they delicious. I love Jersey Mike's. They are probably my top favorite sub place now. And I'm not just saying this because we've got such a great deal for you. Uh, I go there quite a bit. Um, it's, it's, you know, you know me. I enjoy every sandwich. And, uh, and I go there probably, you know, probably once a month at least. And uh, it is probably one of the freshest tasting. They make it right in front of you. They slice the meats right in front of you. They don't even slice the, the turkey ahead of time or the, or the ham ahead of time. Like they're doing it to order. And uh, and they're making it right in front of you, and you can see all the great fresh ingredients. Never soggy, you know. Never doesn't taste like it was just sliced up. Uh, it was. It's really good. So get your half price certificates right now, where you're you're actually buy one get one medium uh, regular size sub. Get those right now at seizethedeal.com before they are gone. Okay, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Hi. How are you? I'm great, Tim. I'm so happy to hear you um, being so, like, perky. I, I love listening to you. I, I love your perkiness. And I also just want to address the last caller. Um, you had the mirror on, and the pace situation, electric situation, was um, handled, and um, it was resolved. I just, um, you know, I, I just felt bad. That um, you know, I know, I know it. Like I said, a lot of other people were being told this with 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 the employees in that particular part of Pace. Pace the program, and I want to reiterate this. I know Pace is a great program. I am not knocking Pace by no means, and I want everybody out there to know that it's just the particular the the fuel assistance. Um, and I appreciate the gentleman that called you last. Saying that you know, certain other people could help. Mm-hmm. Um, the mayor, I got it done, and I'm hoping that not only me but everybody else out there, um, you know, got it resolved because th- this is, you know, oh my god. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm glad that it did, but I can tell you my own experiences because you know when when I was a young parent. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a, a whole bunch of money. And uh, there was a time when my wife was out of work because of some health issues. And so, you know, we were struggling a little bit. And I applied for fuel assistance. And mm-hmm. I can tell you it was one of the most frustrating processes I've ever been through in my life. And a big reason why is because 
you're waiting for, you know, they're waiting for the federal government to give them money. Then the federal government gives them less money than they originally told them they were going to give them. And then they tell you, well, maybe you can call back at the end of the season and see if we have any leftover money. Like it, it's, I'm sure the people that work in the PACE office are just as frustrated with the process as you are because they're being told things that, that don't happen in time or don't happen the way that they're supposed to happen. Well, here's the thing, though, um, from back then to now, you automatically, you know, the electric company, the fuel company, they automatically know what you've been allotted. For me, individually, it was like 1100 Um, The heat was paid before. Um, and the remaining money, it's there. It's already allocated. So it's. So it's that, it, that frustration not, but, you... But not always. Not not always. Sometimes they, they're told what the amount is going to be and they're still waiting for it to be delivered. So that's that's the holdup. Is there, you know, the, that, they're waiting for the check from the federal government to be able to disperse the funds to you. Just because they've told them you're getting this much money, that's what is, is approved. Right. They got to wait and they got to wait and they got to wait. I, one, one time I didn't get my... Fuel that makes sense. That I didn't, sense. I didn't get my payment until the end of March one year. Well, you know what? This That makes sense the way you just, um, you know, said this. And I hope everybody out there understands. I'm not trying to frustrate anyone. And and at the same time, I don't want to, um, I don't want to undermine the process because I'm, I'm so, um, so very grateful. Um, but yeah, so, you know, maybe that's it. I mean, it's there. They see it. And that's probably why they said, well, look, we know you, we got this, but we, they're not doing a promissory note on it. If they, if they just, all they got to do is just re- literally pick up the phone, call them and say, hey, we're, we're, you know, we're giving you a promissory note here. Right. And, and part of that's on the electric company too. The electric company can, can change some of their, their restrictions about how they handle it too. You know, that, well, that maybe that's a conversation that needs to happen. Well, I, I, I tell you, I was very grateful for the electric company to get an extension. Sure. You know, and be, be announced to them, um, they didn't know I got it. And I'm like, listen, I got an extension. I don't know, like, what, what, you know, if I hadn't had that extension, you know, what I've walked into a house with no electric and wouldn't be able to hear you, Tim. I've, I've been there. That's anyway, why I keep plenty of batteries in my radio. Everybody know that um, yeah, everything worked out for me. I am so 100% grateful. Uh, um, oh, my goodness. I'm just grateful every morning to hear the birds. You know, I mean, to wake up every day is, is a great thing. Um, not to have electric, yeah, it would be horrible, but I'm just... Well, I'm glad. So I'm glad it worked out for you. Right, and and the mayor, yes, I, he said call the office. I, I I didn't even have to call him or anything. It was already taken care of, and and I hope everybody else out there, um, you know, real, you know, I don't know, Tim. I just hope everybody realizes that it will it it will get handled. And um, also that phone number that I gave you. About that guy calling me, mm-hmm. um, I gave you the wrong number. It is nine seven eight seven zero five zero zero two seven, and um, yeah, I'm like, how did he even know I had electrical problems? That's the only. I have to say, that's the only bad thing. You know what? As you said, you know, you found out that a lot of people are getting shut off this time of year because this is when the shutoff protection ends for the winter season. So what's mm-hmm. probably happening is. 
this company's probably just blindly calling people and, and assuming that they probably have electrical problems because this is the time of year that people would be getting shut off. So they're just calling people blindly, and there's a chance that they might get somebody that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I am getting shut off. Somebody yourself and figure out who they are because I don't, I don't want to put myself out there like that again. I mean, you know. Do you, you have caller ID on your phone? Um, I blocked the phone number. So, yeah, yeah I, and what I, what I would say is I would never give any information about an account unless the no, number comes up I, on, I, on caller ID with the name of the company that owns that account. Right. Well, you know what? Um, I don't want to call them back. But to call them back yesterday morning, it's like, wow, you know, how did this guy like, like I said, that, that same day, the night before, I'm like, holy crap, who are you? And, and, and I was questioning him and he hung up on me. So then this morning, because I knew you'd have the mirror on your show, um, not a beautiful, beloved mirror of um, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> not the morning mayor, the the, re, the regular mayor, the the rest right, of the day mayor. The real mayor, right, of New Bedford, y'all. But um, so I called that number deliberately because I, I knew right then and there, no matter what would happen, I would have the power of you and him behind this phone number. And um, I did give the wrong phone number out yesterday and I feel bad about that so I just want to let everybody out there know if you're getting a phone call from the number 978-705-0027 do not play into it just let it go and you know what maybe maybe call the police department's non-emergency line and just let them know and then they can put out something about that because they they always like to alert the public if there's a scam going around well, you know what? I often, when stuff like this happens, well, it used to happen a lot to me um, years ago. I don't know why. and But now all of a sudden, the, the same day that my electric, you know, the whole thing, before it got resolved, and I just want to let everybody out, out there know, it's resolved. Thank well, you. I'm so happy for you, and, and thank you for calling and updating us. Oh, you're welcome. And I, I just appreciate you so much. And thank you for giving me the time to um, address this and and by no means and I hope nobody out there thinks that I was putting Pace down I want everybody to know Pace is a wonderful program I think people just they understand the process can be frustrating sometimes and yeah things get emotional I don't think anybody thought you were you were putting down Pace at all I hope not all because right. they really are good and for everything all kinds abuse alcoholism addictions um if you need clothes, um, help with food. I mean, it, it's a powerful thing. Yeah, what we they do great work the over there. All yeah. right. I uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate you too, Tim. Have a great day. Okay. You too, kiddo. Bye. And uh, if you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. I did get an update from uh, Dan in New Bedford. Thanks for um, the update that the Jersey Mike's has sold out. So... No more Jersey Mike's at SeizeTheDeal.com. They went fast. However, tomorrow we will have $50 to Carmine's at Candleworks for only $25. Tomorrow we will have a round-trip pass for the Sea Street Ferry to Nantucket for $49.50, normally $99. So $49.50 for a round-trip pass to, sea, uh, to Nantucket on Sea Street. And uh, also soon we have coming... $50 in gift certificates to Lolly's Cafe for just $25. Plus, there's a whole bunch of other great deals still up there right now for you at SeizeTheDeal.com. So go ahead and check those out. 
Uh, Dan also says, I'm sorry, you seem to be an honest man, and unfortunately I believe you when you say that you would vote for a mindless joke of a Joe Biden again. I really can't say that I have heard anybody admit out loud that they would vote for him again. Secretly, they can do whatever they want, but no one has admitted it to me yet. Uh, I believe Marcus said it on, on the air the other day, too. And I know we don't see eye to eye on the president, but oh my God, how much further can this dope of a president go and get away with stuff when Trump would get impeached for using too much toilet paper in the White House? Well, actually, Trump was the one that wanted to... Uh, get rid of the low flow toilets right he wanted to um he wanted us to get regular toilet pressure back again the the toilet pressure that we used to have you know make america flush again that was his one of his plans uh he wanted to roll back those um those um r- restrictive low flow water pipes so i maybe that's why maybe because he had to use a lot of toilet paper if anybody's ever used a lot of toilet paper you realize it's going to clog up the drain so maybe that's that was the goal. All if there and if there was one I I know this is such a stupid thing to say, but if there was one good thing that came out of the pandemic, the lack of toilet paper um got me to get one of those bidet attachments onto my toilet. Now I think I buy toilet paper once a year now. You know, I buy the big the big thing of however many rolls are in there, twenty four rolls, and, and that's it. I literally just bought it for the first time since March or April of last year. So makes a big difference. Um, anyway, I recommend it. You can get them for like 25 bucks. They sell them at Walmart now. Some of the home improvement stores carry them. You just uh, attach it. It's really easy to attach on the toilet. It takes five minutes. Uh, you don't even have to really know what you're doing with plumbing. I know a lot of the you know the older buildings around here in New Bedford, some of them do have bidets in them. My sister lived in an apartment that had a bidet in it. And when she moved in, she, she called my dad and said, we have two toilets. And my dad's like, I don't think that's a, the other one's a toilet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, bidet attachments. I'm, I'm for them. Uh, let's see. Uh, John in Fairhaven says a record number of people came out to vote or a record number of people mail-in ballot voted. Uh, it doesn't matter. They still sent in legal, real, legitimate ballots. And there were 7 million more of them for Joe Biden. Uh, Carolyn in the Sonnet says, let me preface this by saying I'm not a fan of Trump or Biden, but I find it amusing that your callers are very quick to point out criminal, quote, allegations against the Biden family. But Trump has been found liable in a court of law for battery and defamation, yet these callers refuse to believe or accept that it is true. Your caller who said that he could say, quote, you tried to take him to the bathroom is a prime example of why victims of sexual assault don't report it. They fear they will not be believed or will be ridiculed and dragged through the mud. And uh, then we have a message from Kinger in Fairhaven who says, tell you one thing we agree on, Tim, Jersey Mike's is the best. So hopefully, Kinger, you got in there and you got some of those half-price deals uh, at SeizeTheDeal.com. But if you missed out the Jersey Mike's one, there's still plenty of other great deals for you there. All right, I'm going to take a break. We'll come back in a few, 508-996-0500, or hit us up on App Chat or open line voicemail on the WBSM. And back to you at 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Yes, good morning. The border is a big deal now. It's going to be quite a big deal in a lot of news cycles. Mm-hmm. However, there's something that's gone by the wayside. Um Owen has received more than documented, more than 12 million crossings of the border. So they've accepted 12 million. We're talking about 4 million since Biden's been president. And this is the same coin, the other side of the coin. 
Poland has lost 8 million Polanders crossing the border to live in Ukraine. So the differential is 4 million. And most of the 4 million, more than half of them, are living in homes that have been opened by people to take them in and live in their homes. We don't do that in this country. And, um, but it's amazing to me the countries that aren't even close to the size of the United States. As a matter of fact, uh, Poland is, uh, area-wise, is about three-quarters the size of Texas or just under the size, uh, uh, excuse me, three-quarters the size of California and about the size of uh, smaller than Texas with 38 million people. But the differential now puts a population of 42 million. Ukraine started with 39 million. And if you believe the figures, um, the, the differential there is they've only lost 4 million. Many of the Polanders have taken up arms and are fighting the Russians in the Ukraine. Um, so we've got all this immigration going back and forth with Poland and Ukraine and a few million in surrounding countries, NATO countries, and we hear nothing about it. It's a story. It's a documentary. It's something we need to know. It kind of explains where a lot of money went when we gave Ukraine over $100 billion. It's not all arms. It's to give Poland uh, relief, billions of dollars relief, to assume 12 million refugees. At the same time, there's money um, the, for the 8 million Polanders who have moved in and buying real estate and renting in Ukraine to start a new life. So it's amazing to me with such, I don't have never heard in history more than times, such an influx, over 20 million people since April 24th, 2022. We're talking about 14, 15 months, a country lets in 12 million and a, war, a country at war lets in 8 million. Uh, it amazes me that we're bickering over 4 million yeah. at the Texas border. Well, I mean, it's certainly definitely putting some pressure on, you know, um, on the communities down there along the border, and you know what you know what people aren't talking about that it that it's going to cause a, a a big problem with are the asylum hearings because the yes. Title Forty Two allowed you to send them back without an asylum hearing, so now some of these folks that are trying to come through can still be sent back, but they have to have those hearings, and so yeah, now this is, this is yeah I understood I mean this is no time to harangue people with um, the documents and paperwork and rubber stamps and everything and here's a ticket to appear in court three years from now and the average person won't appear in three years now, let alone someone who don't even know what they're walking into. These people have no idea what they're walking into when they cross the border in the United States. They have no clue. They're buying 100 years of uh, disenfranchisement. A percentage of them will be successful, very small percentage. It's going to be mayhem. It's going to be very terrible for them, not for us. We'll get through it. But for them, the refugees themselves, they don't know what they're walking into because the truth is, unlike Poland, they're not being welcomed in. Even the Democrats are only letting them in, as they say, for votes and this and that. Very personal stuff. It has nothing to do with that country or anything. And so that's the rub. Uh, Poland's doing big time, big time immigration. Doesn't even get a word in the press. And all that money we sent to the Ukraine. And the people want receipts and accountability. Show us how much is going to stabilizing Poland as well, because Poland's all in. Uh, and, and NATO itself, we haven't even got a report on the condition of NATO and the morale or the attitude or a plan. Uh, because, you know, uh, and let's face it, NATO promised that they would never move towards Russia, expand boundaries towards Russia, and they did. So, I mean, we've got a lot here that we've got to pick on the plate. 
and so here we go. Yeah, uh, we're good. We're, we're good. We're good people. We're a good country, but our leadership is failing us, and it's so sad. Well, I put on Fox News, and they have a little corner uh, in the in the corner of the screen. They have. Uh, a little box with a live video of the the border wall it says now migrants line up at the border. Um, so although it's just showing the wall, it's not showing the people, but I'm no, sure they'll change the wall. It's not showing when when Trump had twenty five thousand Mexican troops standing out there helping organize and turning back others. Uh, twenty five thousand Mexican military uh, pitching in, and here we got we don't have that at all. We we got fifteen hundred military coming in to uh, do documents and papers. You got you got probably got fifteen twenty tractor trailers with reams of paper that's got to be stamped and signed and documented and this and that. It's silly. It is so silly. All Let right. them in. Let them in. Well, this is going to change the fact. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, they will cross. And tomorrow, and next week, and next month, and and it's the whole world. It's not just Mexico anymore. Everybody's coming in. All right, I'm going to hold you there. Thank you for the call. And uh, we can take your calls at 508-996-0500. They did change the shot. Now they're showing people. I think they just had the camera, you know, pointed up for a moment there for a reason when I happened to look to, happened to look over. Um, Might have been like, I don't know, they just went to a shot too soon or they were waiting or something was happening that they didn't want to film. Um, but you can see it if you put on Fox News, which, you know, again, I don't usually watch, but it's on here in the studio. And... Um, they have uh, in the corner there, you can see they have the regular programming and then they have it kind of in the bottom right. So you'll be able to keep track of it. They have the, the countdown tracker to Title 42 expiring yesterday, I saw when I came into the studio. So uh, now they've replaced that same box with um, with a camera view of, I, I don't know exactly where it is. It doesn't say what location it's at, but you can see it for yourself. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Well, this past uh, Tuesday on C-SPAN 3, I was watching it live, uh, the House Rules Committee on uh, Border Security. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman, Congressman uh, Michael McCall from Texas. And he said this, five, the Border Patrol has reported 5 million encounters with those with no, of no legal status, no paperwork. There's uh, 1.5 million migrants who are coming here seeking asylum, and they have uh, no proof of who they are or where they came from. And this is happening every day, including as we speak. Drug cartels, they control the the southern border, and they're also making thousands of of dollars off of child trafficking and uh, human trafficking, uh, and not only as, uh, you know, drug mules, they're given fentanyl to come over the border, and they're also being sold into sex trafficking. And this is a human crisis, and it's nothing is being done, or very little. And it's like uh, uh, Congressman Tom McClintock of California said, you know, under the Joe Biden's White House, his administration, the United States has become a vast international territory with no borders. It's just people coming in. And the drug problem is very serious. They say now, uh, according to what they mentioned in, uh, in the, those House hearings, uh, the number one leading cause of death now in the U.S. between the ages of 18 to 45 is uh, a fentanyl overdose. You know, I, I do have a question. Maybe maybe you know because maybe you've seen this and I haven't. I, I had mentioned, you know, the, the fact that they have these cameras pointing at who is lined up at the border. But 
it, it, do you know, have you seen any indication that it is more people than might have been there yesterday or the day, or the day before? I think this is something that's ongoing for years. I mean, we're, we're, they're showing one camera. Big deal. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, the board is so, is so vast. And another thing I'd like to mention is uh, also uh, Rep- uh, Congressman Chip uh, Roy from Texas uh, represents the 21st District, San Antonio, Austin, Fredericksburg, Texas. He said uh, the city of Laredo and El Paso, Texas, have declared a state of emergency because they've, uh, they have uh, uh, too many, uh, there's migrant resource centers, uh, overcapacity, they can't handle anymore. And he went on to say 33 counties in Texas have declared a state of invasion. That uh, in closing, he, his, his quote was, our country is under siege. And not, it's nothing is, when, in other words, uh, our leaders, like the previous caller said, has failed us. They're not doing enough. And, uh, you know, we can't continue to have a country if we can't uh, control our borders. And even uh, the northern borders, which uh, I can't remember his name now, a congressman from New York that was there at the uh, Capitol Hill hearing. He says they're even coming in from the Canadian border. As a matter of fact, there was a report of an, a guy from India who was smuggling uh, women into the country through the Canadian border that was arrested for assaulting uh, border patrol officers on our northern border. So this is, we're at a boiling point, and we need leadership, and we just don't have it. All right, I'm going to hold you there because i got to take a break, but thank you for the call. And um, if, if you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. Uh, I did get an app chat message from Carol Ann who says, tell the anti-veggie burger lady, lady that today is National Eat What You Want Day. So, you know what? Celebrate however you want to celebrate. Eat whatever you want. You want to have a big steak? You want to have a prime rib? And, and, and I, know, I know that her and I you know, got into it about you know, whether or not I eat meat. I, I do eat a lot of meat. And if I go out to eat and somebody said to me, you can get whatever you want off the menu, you know, it's, it's on me. Or if you know, money, money was no object, I would get a prime rib every time. I mean, I love prime rib. I love a nice thick steak too, you know, but I, I also, you know, eat it in moderation. But uh, eat whatever you want day. I don't think I'll eat a prime rib today just because it's going to be warm. Don't want something that big and heavy in my stomach. And plus I have some pork chops marinating at home. 508-996-0500. I'll squeeze in one more before I get to take a break. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How are you? Hey, um, hi, fine. Thank you. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Good. So the last caller, um, Jimmy, I believe his name is. Um, very interesting. Um, but he made a valid point. Could you imagine, just visualize this, New Bedford, uh, let's say Fall River, and we've got all these people from Fall River that we, we're, they're a different country, pouring into New Bedford. I think we'd all be out of our minds trying to accommodate, um, trying to just, you know, do the humane thing of, of, you know, at least putting people in a place where they can sleep and eat and until we can work the whole mess out. That's what they're dealing with down in Texas and, and other uh, border uh, states, for instance. I just, I think we need to just put that into into perspective because I know politically where you stand, and I respect that because I believe everyone has a view, and we all have our ideas. It may not be the same, that's for sure. But ultimately, uh, we don't want to be cruel to people. I don't think anyone wants to be cruel, but I think just the foundation of we can't do this anymore. We can't. America can't do it. We can't absorb the influx because the taxpayers. First of all, are paying for it. 
second of all, look what it's done to housing. The ripple effect of, our folks, there was a time in New Bedford you could find an apartment. You could, you could float around the city going from apartment to apartment year after year if you needed to. We can't even do that anymore, and it's not even affordable. This definitely has an impact on that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So many houses, so many people. You can only house so many. And, and I'm just thinking, boy, we're very fortunate we're this far up north where we don't feel what they're feeling down south. That, ha- that has to be unbelievable to just see people wake up in the morning, people just poured into the city, for instance, and are sitting there waiting for whatever help or whatever they may need or assistance of some sort. You kind of get what I'm saying? I do. I mean, and I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. You know, if, the, if so, if the administration is saying, you know, let these people come in and they can go through the process and, you know, they can request asylum and have the asylum hearings and all that. I don't think it would be a negative thing to show up with a bunch of buses and say, you know, does anybody want to get on this bus and go to a different community rather than overwhelming these communities? Now, that's different than, you know, what like Ron DeSantis did where they coerced them into getting on this and told them they were going somewhere else and, you know, kind of did it, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, kind of surprised Martha's Vineyard with it. If you worked with other communities and said, you know, we'd like to bring some folks out here, out here, out here, out here to alleviate the pressure on those border communities, I think something could be worked out in that regard just so that you're not overwhelming the folks along the border. I, I think we're busting at the seams in this country, Tim. We can't be that same country that we were 100 years ago, uh, 60, 70 years ago. Well, hey, come on over. We're good. Should I, I believe in sponsorship. I always have. I think it's healthy. I think it's good. And I think it's productive for the people who get to come over. I, we just have to, you have to stop. I use the analogy, and I'll let you go with this. You have a Thanksgiving dinner on the table. You have 10 people over. Invite 10 more na- ten neighbors and then 10 more. Eventually, you don't have enough food for everyone. It's the same thing. We don't have the accommodations in this country anymore. We just don't. All right, I'll hold. I'll hold you there, and now I thank will you. say thank you for the call. I do thank see. An, oh, sorry, did, there, didn't mean to hang up on you. See another call coming in. I'm just going to put you on hold, and I am going to take the break so that we don't fall behind. Uh, and we'll be back in just a few moments. We'll jump right back into your phone calls. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Just really quickly, Pat in New Bedford sent in an app chat message. Hi Tim, what do you marinate your pork chops in? Well, uh, I use different things. Sometimes I'll buy like the Lorries, um marinades and just you know put them in a bowl and pour that over it leave it in the fridge for 24 hours uh sometimes i will get some sweet baby rays which is my favorite barbecue sauce people think that because it's like one of the cheapest that it's one of the worst no way sweet baby rays is amazing and i'll get some of that barbecue sauce maybe they do make marinades but it's like teriyaki marinades if i want a barbecue one i'll take the sauce and i'll mix it with a little extra oil and then that makes it so that it'll actually, you know, the the meat will soak it in and then I'll cook it that way. Sometimes I just don't marinate them at all. Sometimes I'll just take them and, you know, hit them with a tenderizer a little bit, give them a little bit of dry rub seasoning. And then as I'm cooking them, I'll put some of the barbecue sauce on them. It all depends on how I feel and what I'm thinking. But the Lowry's lemon pepper is pretty good. The, the steak and chop marinade is pretty good. I do do a lot of teriyaki um, just because... Like, I like rice, and that goes well with it. So, But, uh, you know, I'll basically marinate it in anything. I used to have a great grilled chicken that I used to make. Um, I don't really make it so much anymore because, like, I don't know. It just It's a now and then kind of thing for me. But I would just take regular, any, you know, any Italian dressing, just put it in a Ziploc bag, throw the chicken in it, and let it sit in there for, like, 24 hours, and you'll have some of the best. When you throw it on the grill, some of the best chicken that you can utilize on its own. Throw on top of a salad, all kinds of different stuff. Okay, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hello, you're on the air. No, you're not there? 
Okay, you can try back. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Here I am. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Um, Hi. I was good. How are you? Um, I was just uh, mentioning, mentioning, I was just going to mention that the, you know the Linden's Pizza in New Bedford? Uh, yes. It's going to be a Korean restaurant now? Yeah, Gazelle wrote an article about that. it. Yeah, I guess it's going to be um, Korean food and they're mm-hmm. going to have corn dogs, I guess. Oh, no kidding. Corn dogs. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what he was telling um, me telling me and the mayor yesterday. Oh, no the kidding. Mayor and I. I don't know. It's called Chicken Story. Yeah, it, it, it sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we love Korean food. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. And um, I and when I marinate, I always use Italian dressing. I mean, it's I simple. Italian. It works. I mean, if you ask yep. me what's my favorite dressing, it's Ken's. All, always. I'll always yeah, get a Ken's too. over. I, I like Newman's yeah. own, too, but Ken's, you know, maybe maybe yeah. it's because it's a Massachusetts company. Who knows? But I, I always have loved that the best. Yep. That's good, too. So. All right. I was just going to see. Now, would you know when they're going to open? I don't know. I haven't had a chance to read Gazelle's story yet, but um, he was. Right. I'll, I, if I see him in the hallway, I'll ask him if he knows. Yeah. I know. They just closed it, right? Where they just closed it yesterday or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, listen, all right. I'm, I'm uh, all for, you know, whatever different kind of foods I can try, I'm mm, all for it. I love uh, Korean. It's good. We have a, there is a Korean restaurant in Dartmouth already, way out there. Right. In Plans, uh, yep. We now, go there a lot. Too. So now i just got to ask you, since it's National Eat What You Want Day, what do you want to eat? I always want Chinese food. Yeah, so I, I love it. It's my favorite. But, um, oh, I don't know. I'll have to... And some send something. I don't know. Now you're making me oh, think. That's, that's you're making me think of the Kowloon and how long it's been since yeah. I've been there. So I know, I know. Well, it's still open, but I don't yeah, know I how long. I, I think they'll still be open for quite a while. Yeah, it's just. I guess they just shortened it down and made it smaller or something. Well, no, they ended up batting onto the back and built a whole outdoor patio area. So, oh, cool. you know, who, oh, nice. who knows what's really going on there? But uh, as far yeah. as I know, it's still going strong. So, oh, good. All right. All right. Well, you, you have a good a day. day. Take it easy. You too. Bye. And uh, I think you owe me a Coke because we uh, we said the same thing at the same time. Uh, so, you know, speaking of food, I tell you about Just Another Phoenix all the time, and it's National Eat Whatever You Want Day. So I think if you go there and you get, you know, one of their stuffed French toasts, some of their fun pancakes, if you get any of those things, I don't think any of the calories count today, right? Because it's National Eat Whatever You Want Day. But head on over there and check out some of their great specials. Or, of course, as I always say, they have all your favorite breakfast meals there, all your favorite breakfast items. Uh, I talk about the cheese rolls because you can get a cheese roll in a lot of places. But first of all, the cheese rolls at Just Another Phoenix are some of the best you've ever had. Because I have had a lot of cheese rolls at different places. When I was baking my own cheese rolls at the at the diner that I was working at, I would you know want to go and try them other places and say, oh, maybe if I did this, it'd be more like that. Oh, that's a good idea how they do this. So I would kind of adopt some of that. And I will tell you, I've had so many in my life, but none like it, just another Phoenix. And you can go beyond the regular it, cheese roll or linguisa cheese roll. They have bacon cheese roll, sausage, whatever meat you want in a cheese roll, they'll put it in there. And they also will, you know, adapt any breakfast that, that you want them to. They've they've got all kinds of options. So if you maybe you want to have something a little bit healthier, they've got turkey bacon, they've got turkey sausage. Maybe you want to go full out and have yourself a huge breakfast and not have to eat the rest of the day. They can take care of you that way too. At Just Another Phoenix Restaurant, they are not just another breakfast restaurant. 
They are the place to go to and try out all of their amazing food. So go and visit them. They're located on Fonz Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Easy to get to. You go right past what used to be the VF outlet that's now the gym. And then when you get to where the sheriff's office is, it's right before that. You take a left right there, right before the House of Correction. You go right in there. Park in there. Plenty of parking. Lots of tables. You can sit at the counter. You can watch the chef make your meal. Or maybe you don't have time to sit down and eat. You can go through the drive through window and get your full breakfast. Just call ahead so that they can make sure that they have it ready for you when you pull up. So just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth. Check them out. Tell them I recommended you go over there and ask if they had any of the ingredients on hand to make that Boston cream stuffed French toast. It will change your life. All right, got to take my final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few. All right, just about a minute here before we go into the newsroom. But uh, before we do that, got an app chat message from Joe in Marion who says, Sweet baby rays, it's the best. And it is. It really is. Like, I don't know why people go out and buy these barbecue sauces that are twice as expensive because Sweet Baby Ray's gets the job done for sure. And what's great about it, too, is not only is it delicious on its own, but you can add things into it easily. So if you want to make like a cranberry flavored barbecue sauce, you can just add a little cranberry juice to it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's very flexible that way. And also, Sweet Baby Ray's now has some dipping sauces uh, that I have become obsessed with that, you know, I, I will utilize for like chicken wings when i make my chicken wings in the air fryer i use their chicken sauce like their chicken dipping sauce so good and what i'll actually do is i'll actually put some of it on the chicken when it's almost done or when it is done and put it back in the air fryer and kind of bake that in a little bit very good so you can check those out if you haven't checked them out yet and then they have um you know i like aiolis and like you know taking a little bit of